All right, guys, we're ready to go. Please take a seat. Markers, are ready? All right, if everyone, I'm going to call the meeting to order of the planning board. If everyone, please stand for the Pledge of the Flag. All right, let's do a roll call. And so let's go ahead and start with Daniel Rodriguez. Daniel Guerra. Michelle Reedan. And then on, uh, on the telephone or online, I see uh, a Dick Ortega. Christine, is that you? Or Christine, are you on? She's muted. Needs to un unmute. Marcus, they're unmuted, right? Is no, they're, they're not unmuted. Hello? 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 We need you to turn on your oh. camera too. Yeah. If you would. Yeah. I'm trying. Hold on. <laughs> there you are. I always Great. pop up as my husband's name, but I don't know how to change it. But then I end up having to log in on my phone so you guys know it's me. <laughs> but it's me. Let me log off. You got to get him yeah. to pay the. You got to get him to pay the bill. I know. All right. Uh, now, Augustine. I see you on. By Hi. phone. All right. Just remembering that uh, if you're going to participate, you've got to be visible. And Sabrata, I do not see you anywhere, so I'm going to assume Sabrata is not here. But we have a quorum, correct, Marcus? That is correct. We have okay, a fantastic. All right. Hey, okay, great. Uh, all right, and so uh, any uh, administrative matters? There are no administrative matters at this time. Fantastic. Okay, we have one item on the agenda tonight. Uh, who is going to be presenting? I will be presenting it. You will be, okay. Yeah. So the item is PB24-005. The applicant is Tomas Cabarizo, uh, resolution of the City Commission of the City of South Miami, Florida, granting approval of or denying an application for final plat approval pursuant to Section 20-4.2 of the Land Development Code, seeking to subdivide a property within the low-density single-family residential, or RS3, zoning district located at 7709 Southwest 67th Avenue providing for conditions, corrections, implementation, severability, and an effective date. Basically, uh, this application was, the applicants made an, app, uh, an application for, for plat back in May of last year. Um, the owner was Legacy 7709 LLC, if you will call this item, went to the planning board and it came first in July. The applicant was a no-show. Then it got moved to the, to the August meeting and city commission fin finally uh, reviewed it in, in September. And at the September meeting, they, they approved it with certain conditions via resolution 106-23-16039. And after that, they took that approval and went to Miami County Plat Committee and on December 29th of last year, and they were issued a notice of action for plat number T-25021-2-RA. Uh, and now they're back seeking final approval from the city commission so they can finish that plat process with the county. 
like I said before, located in a low-density single-family residential district, the intent of the, of the proposed plat, uh, of the, the intent of the applicant is to complete the process and, and, and get approval for a final plan application to split the lot uh, at 7709 Southwest 67th Avenue into three separate lots, lot one, lot two, and lot three, respectively. Pursuant to section 20-4.2 of the LDC or Land Development Code, the proposed subdivision must meet the minimum requirements for the RS3 zoning district. Additionally, pursuant to the city subdivisions regulated and regulations listed in section 20-4.2B as a problem of the Land Development Code, prior to approval, putting a waiver of plat tentative or final plat, the city commission shall use guidelines found in that section to review the project. And in the essence of time, I've only separated out some of the, the those guidelines that I felt needed to be mentioned at the meeting. Majority of those guidelines, they 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 have met all of the conditions. But I figured it'd be be necessary to point these things out so that it, it's in, in the record. The first one is Section 20-4.2B2E. The scale of any proposed new construction shall be compatible with the as-built character of the surrounding area and should not create adverse impacts on the surrounding area. But if so, the applicant shall provide satisfactory co commitments as to how the adverse impacts will be mitigated. An example of an adverse impact includes visual impacts arising from a from a proposed two-story structure in an area built out with single-story homes. Mitigation could include adding a condition to the approval of the waiver plat, tentative plat, or final plat for landscape buffers or adjusting second-story setbacks or building facades to reduce the visual impact. The property would, it would be it's surrounded by single-family homes. The proposed project would be similar in nature. However, the applicant is proposing to build three two-story single-family residences on the sites, which will be surrounded by existing one-story single-family structures. In response to this, during the tentative plat process, City Commission added a condition to that uh, resolution I mentioned earlier that stated that the easternmost lot furthest from Southwest 67th Avenue shall be limited to a maximum height of one story unless allowable impervious coverage exceeds 40% of the lot area by code at time of building permit. The commission later adopted ordinance number 18-23-2469 on September 19th, 2023, two weeks late after this got approved, which increased the maximum impervious coverage from 40 to 50% for a one-story home and from 40 to 47.5% for a two-story home of the lots with, with this type of lot size. Because of the increase to a maximum impervious, uh, increase to the maximum impervious coverage, the applicant is still going, proposing a two-story single-family structure for lot three. All three lots are still proposed to be two-story. In effort to curve any adverse impact created by the size of the structure, the applicant is proposing landscaping that will aid in shielding the homes from view. Section 20-4.2 B to F as in Frank, the building sites. Lot sites, lots or parcels of land that will be created are divided in such a manner that they are in compliance with the regulations of the city's land development code, lot area, and street frontage calculation shall exclude abutting public rights away. I don't want to add it up, but I'll read it anyway. The proposed plat complies with that LDC section. Uh, section 20-4.2B3A. Ensure the retention of specimen trees for six years and permanently maintain 50% of the existing protected tree canopy. By no event shall the condition be less restrictive than what is required by the city's and county tree ordinance. The applicant supply, like I mentioned, this applicant supplied, supplied staff with the proposed landscape plans for the project. This includes the tree disposition plan sheet LA-1.0 and the preliminary planting plan sheet LA-2.0, which are both been signed and sealed by Mr. Orlando Comas, uh, ASLA, who was actually in the audience tonight. Uh, as part of the uh, resolution 10623-16039, the, 
the streamers should place the condition that she LA 1.0 be updated to show that tree number 12, a sausage tree, which was a specimen size tree, either remain in place or be relocated. The applicant has complied with that condition and has updated the plan to show that tree 12 will re be relocated on the site. Uh, reports note that prohibited controlled and invasive plant species are not included in the tree canopy calculation as listed in your report. Uh, as they're removed exempt from the city's tree protection regulations. Per the plan, approximately 35,640 square feet of tree canopy is on the site, and approximately 13.5% or 4,803.42 square feet of existing tree canopy will be removed to accommodate the new single family residents, leaving approximately 86.5% or 30,836 square feet of, on, on, of canopy on the site. Section 20.4.2B3C as in Charlie. Executing recording in the public records of Miami-Dade County restricted covenant in a form approved by and subject to the review and approval of the city manager and city attorney, which contains all commitments made and conditions imposed as part of the approval of the approval of the approved waiver plat, tentative and or final plat. Pursuant to the LDC section above, the applicant will be required to execute and execute and record in the public records of Miami-Dade County a restricted covenant that contains all commitments made and conditions imposed as part of the approval of the final plat. Section 20-4.2B4A and B, additional application requirements as part of the required tenant or final plat, plat or waiver of plat application. Applicants other than the city shall be required to submit a proposed conceptual site plan drawn to scale and indicating the following information for the entire subject property to be subdivided. And it's supposed to include building footprints, setbacks, yard requirements, and easements. For purpose of this section, the conceptual site plan shall mean a plan as drawn at the schematic design phase, showing parcel lines, land use, general building locations, general driveways, and parking arrangements, major site features. Future construction may not exceed more than 4% of the size of the building or floor area growth shown on the conceptual site plan, unless approved by the city commission by a four-fifths vote, as long as the setbacks and yard requirements are in accord with the code existing at the time of such future construction. Conceptual site plan shall be reviewed by the planning board and approved by, the, by resolution by the city commission under the provisions for application requiring a public hearing of section 20.5.5. The applicant has provided the city with a proposed site plan sheet A1.0 that details the building footprint setbacks, yard requirements, and, and any easements. Staff has reviewed that conceptual site plan against the dimension requirements for the RS3 zoning district for the listed in section 20.3.5H for two-story single-family homes, found that, that, which can be found in the staff report. Important to note that the tables listed have been updated to reflect the increase in pervious coverage that I mentioned earlier, and that, that ordinance that increased the impervious coverage, and show that all three of the proposed structures will comply with the with the dimensional requirements for a two-story single-family residence, including that increase in maximum impervious coverage. Um, also, when reviewing the conceptual site plan, it was found that there were no safeguards still for showing for a proposed swimming pool. Even though it's conceptual site plan, sometimes they show a physical barrier already on there, and there wasn't none shown. So I, I put that in there because the code does require that the pool be be protected by some type of safeguard, either a, a kiddie pool fence or, or a physical barrier of some nature. So pursuant to section 20.3.6J2A as an apple, the LDC, unless the pool, pools are screened, they shall be surrounded by a protective wall or fence of at least four feet in, in height. If approved, these pools will need to be screened prior, prior to permitting. Uh, section 20.4.2C1, Sidewalk, curb, gutters, drainage, and paving shall be installed by the owner or developer of the abutting parcel in accordance with Chapter 28 of the co County Code and other applicable city requirements unless such can be and are waived or deferred by the City Commission. 
After receiving tentative plat approval from the city commission, the project was presented to the Miami County Plat Committee, as I mentioned earlier. At that time, the plat committee recommended approval of, of, the, of the T plat. This, this would include it was approved with conditions, which include reviews by both the Miami County Public Works Department and the Miami, Miami Dade County Water, Water Department. I did reach out to the city's Public Works Department for comments from our, from our Public Works Department as well. Uh, per, I have provided an email dated from February 8th, 2024 from Mr. Nelson Gomez, the city's project engineer, that all previous comments regarding this project still stand and will be re-reviewed re once it comes back from Miami-Dade County. Those comments were, were provided by Mr. Aurelio Cardamonates, a professional engineer during the TPLAT review and our injured staff report. As part of the review of, of the Miami County Plat Committee, they, were, they require that the plat receive traffic currency approval from the city prior to final plat review and prior to the issuance of a building permit. After reviewing the city's comprehensive plan, it was found that the city of South Miami in its entirety is located in the Miami County's urban input area, which is designated as a transportation concurrency exception area by Miami County. I then go on to list the comprehensive plan policy TRA policy 1.1.1, which is in your staff report. Based on the above listed, based on that comprehensive plan policy, like I mentioned, the project will be exempt from providing transportation concurrency since it's in the urban input area. They will still be required to comply with all other conditions listed in that notice of notice of action. The staff is recommending approval for the final plat. Thank you. And then I'm available for any comments or questions. Thank you. Thank you, Marcus. You're welcome. <coughs> any quick questions for Marcus uh, about anything confusing? If not, do you have anything else to add? don't have anything to add to uh, the presentation. I will say that before we take public comment, uh, the public, anyone wishing to speak, will have to be sworn in uh, because this is a quasi-judicial proceeding and any statements made on the record, if they want to be treated as evidence, should be treated as evidence, meaning uh, they'll be given the weight uh, due to them based on whether or not they're sworn in or not, whether they're sworn statements or not. And so my recommendation is that if Everybody. The chair, if the chair or any board members don't have any other comments, if there's no comments from Zoom, will uh, swear in all public speakers at this time. I think that'd be great. And then the applicants, I assume, would like to speak. So, correct. So, if you would stand and raise your right hand, please, if you intend to speak, and repeat it after me. I swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. I do. Truth and nothing but the truth. Okay. Perfect. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay, the applicant. Hello, hi, uh, thank you. Eddie Baker, offices at 1450 Brickell Avenue, Miami, Florida, 33131, uh, representing the applicant, Legacy 7709 LLC, uh, joined today by the applicant's representative and the architect and landscape architect of record. Um, as Mr. Uh, Lightfoot noted, this was before your board last year uh, came with a approval recommendation of approval to the city commission. City commission subsequently approved the TPLAT application. We went back to the county at the end of uh, 2023 in December. Uh, plat committee approved it, and we're now before you today for final plat approval. So happy to answer any questions you might have of uh, myself or uh, architect or landscape architect. Thank you. Does anyone from the planning board have any questions for the applicant at this point? 
Oh, thank, thank you very you. much. Sobrata. Oh, I'm sorry, Sobrata. Yeah, By the way, welcome. Sobrata well, Basu, also on the planning board. I just have a quick uh, informational question. I know there was some discussion about uh, bringing in sewer line in the project getting connected to a sewer line. Is that, is there any more information on that? Yes, I could touch on that. So we went uh, to the county with the intention of connecting to water and sewer and they made the determ uh, public rather, they made the determination that it was not feasible given the grade and the distance away from the public sewer. So we went before the EQCB and sought a uh, waiver because the lots uh, under the new ordinance are required to have a minimum lot size of 15,000 square feet in the county. Of course, mostly you know aimed at unincorporated Miami-Dade County. Uh, so we went to a way, uh, went forth uh, with a waiver uh, to EQCB and received approval for on-site septic. That'll be pretty much the, the highest and best system that you can have for a similar size lot. That was at the recommendation of our engineer and with uh, the recommendation of Durham, and those waivers were granted. Okay, so with the septic tank and drain field, you still feel comfortable that you can uh, meet uh, landscape requirements? It's been signed off by a licensed engineer, both at Durham and, and uh, independently by the applicant. What has been signed up? Landscape architect, architect, landscape plan. Yeah, everything was submitted to EQCB, the full plan package. Okay. Any other questions, Sabrata? No, it doesn't really answer my question, but that's why I, I, I don't have any more questions. Okay. Any other questions from the committee? The committee. If not, thank you. Thank you. And I assume you'll be around if we had another question pop up for a little bit. Yeah, I'm happy Great. to reserve a couple minutes for uh, response if needed. Thank sure, you. understood. Okay, so now we uh, we are going to open for public <coughs> comment. And so anyone who would like to speak uh, about the project, please step forward. And if you would let us know your name and your address. And please remember to sign in on the sign-in sheet on, on, the, on the podium. She is signed in I and sworn in, right? I yes. did. I raised my right hand, and I will tell the truth. All right. You have about three minutes. I'm Pamela Michaels. My address is 6621 Southwest 77th Terrace. I am the abutting property next door. Um, this process has been long and painful for everyone in the community. It seems like no matter how loudly we oppose it's just kind of met with a shrug that it is how it is i know that mr lightfoot mentioned it's low density and three large I, I i think it will be adverse i heard the word adverse and i do believe this this will be an adverse condition for our neighborhood, aesthetically, for the character of the neighborhood, for our safety, the destruction, the disruption. I don't know what kind of compensation the community receives. 
the only thing that is going to result is an eyesore that nobody wants. Um, the developers aren't living there, so it doesn't matter to them. They don't have skin in the game. I think there's a feeling in our community that the constituency doesn't feel represented. And if the laws are the laws and we say, oh well, that's the laws, well, you know, it's a shame that I know the mayor took some leadership to try to at least make one structure, one story, the one directly next to my property as a two-story will devalue my home. Who's, you know, with a pool with a two-story that'll block all, all the sun and everything else. The mayor showed some leadership. It, from what I just heard, that maybe that was still not incorporated into the plans to have two, two story and one one story. Accommodations were made to exceed the impermeable surfaces to account for a one story to make up for the lack of square footage for two stories. Okay, we'll make it one and we'll give you this adjustment but now the adjustment was taken and the deal was thrown out and now these plans haven't changed even though they were given an accommodation which I think is mendacious. About uh, 10 seconds. I just would ask that you try to preserve our beautiful South Miami with more effort. Thank you. Thank you. Other people from the community that wish to speak Please step up and just sign in and, uh, and make your comments. And anyone online, and I don't, Marcus, honestly, I don't know, online, I'll just, I'll make the announcement. Anybody who's online and wishes to speak, please raise your hand on the Zoom call so that we can beam you in. Okay, I don't see anyone else who's looking to get on the call, so we'll close that for public comments. All right, so let's open for board discussion. Anybody have any questions or comments? So Marcus, they, the, I would say the developer, everything that they need to meet as far as code and zoning and all that is, they've met everything they've, they're required? They've met everything that they're required to meet. There was a meeting, I forgot to mention, there was a meeting analysis done, and it states that everybody, that the, all the lots have to be equal to a greater than the median uh, lot size and frontage of the district, of the within 500 feet of the property, as long as they're in the same district. It passed the median test for lot size, but it failed for frontage. That's not an automatic fail for the for the project though, commission can still approve with a higher vote, be the four fifths. But the, the make or break is that it has to meet the minimum requirements of the code: ten thousand square feet lot size, seventy-five foot frontage, and these lots all meet that. So commission can still approve it, even though it failed part of that that median test. But other than that, yes, every they're they're complying with the code. And can can you give us a little bit of I guess we all the history of. Um, 
I guess it would be the eastmost house with the one story or? I was not at the meeting to where this was approved, but it's my belief, my understanding that that there was discussion held and I guess the mayor decided to try to make some type of compromise between the applicant and the public. And they came to, came to an agreement that 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 house be a one-story home, but they they placed that condition that if the impervious coverage is increased, which it was, then it could, it could still remain two stories. Okay. I can't tell you what the logic was behind why that type of uh, concession was made. I, like I said, I wasn't there, but that's what's in the in the ordinance, and then I pulled it verbatim from the ordinance. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Other questions or comments? Yes, let me, can I ask Marcus uh, a quick question? Certainly. Uh, Marcus, has anyone looked at, see, see I, I'm still having uh, concerns about the protection of the trees, the requirements of new trees, and the accommodation of drain field and septic tank in the small backyard that you have. So has anyone actually looked at that and made sure that's all possible? Nobody has looked at, at drain field or in, in relation to landscaping. Everything is still a conceptual plan. Um, they, can, they can change the landscape plan. That, that's not a requirement to submit to, to the city as part of a plat application. I, they're only required to provide a, a, a site plan with, with the existing tree list overlaid on top so the commission can see which trees will be affected. A lot of times, a lot of applicants will go above and beyond the call of duty and submit a, a proposed landscape plan if, if they foresee any adverse impacts that may happen due, due to the public. They try to curb that, you know, yeah. to get ahead of it. But that type of review you're talking about probably wouldn't be done in, until permitting or at least till it goes to the Environmental Review and Preservation Board. Because at that time, that's when they start looking at grading and drainage. That's when our, our, our public works department really starts to get involved in looking at grading and and drainage and so forth. Um, septic tanks and so forth and drain fields are, I believe, are reviewed by the county, though they're not handled by us. I, I could be wrong. I'm not part of the building department. But yeah, sure. And, and I believe our city attorney would like to uh, opine on that. Uh, I'm sorry, I thought there was a question. I missed. No, go read the. No, I don't have an. Uh, okay. I, I don't have any statement. I, I thought you were asking a question because you looked right at me. Oh no, no, no. I got it. I believe. The drain field and septic tank will have to go to Miami County. Uh, what are the Durham or water and sewer? I'm not sure, but like I said, yes, right, yes, they, they, that's correct. It will, yeah. it will yeah. definitely will have to. Yeah. yeah, they're in control of the sewer lines. Correct. So, about anything else? No. All right. Thank you. So, just following on Sabrata's uh, question, and I, I too, um, once realizing, I, I actually re recall specifically the the sewer conversation from the the last presentation that we had, and. And you know, I, I will say that I'm a, any anytime we have an opportunity to provide more housing, I'm, I'm a proponent for it. I think it's an improvement. It, we're, we're we're needing more living environments in our community, and we're working hard to create different types of living environments to facilitate that. Uh, so we've seen some really great things presented in the city recently. But when we back back into this, and we're looking at a site plan that doesn't show the drain fields and doesn't show the uh, the septic tank. And I don't see contour lines either for the for the um, the water retention on property. I am a bit concerned as Sobrata is as to how we're going to make the trees and everything work together. And I think we can, but this plan doesn't doesn't reflect it. 
So I, I would submit that, especially definitely when it gets to the RPB, I mean, that's going to come up. You have to come with a site plan that has all the contour lines, has everything described where it's going to be, because more often than not, we have a really large tree that's planted small, but becomes large, and then that drain field's a wreck. Mm-hmm. So it, uh, that that does worry me in this in this scenario that we're looking at. Good, good comment. Canada, good feedback. Just to, just to respond to your comment, I 100% agree with you. Just keep in mind that this, as part of this application process, they're only required to pro- provide the conceptual plan, like I mentioned. And the purpose of this is just to approve the subdivision of the lots. While there is a provision in the code that that get, that that commission can re-review site plans if they increase in lot size and square footage or growth flow area. The purview of, of grading and so forth is is not part of this process. <laughs> it's actually part of the ERPB. And yeah. And no, and I and I appreciate that. And the reason I only bring it up is just because w- then what ends up happening is that nobody told anyone. Yeah. And then they show up without it, and yeah. then we're gonna have a, a setback in ERPB. Yeah. I totally understand it. Got to turn like your mic on. Thank you. <laughs> you got me. Yeah, <laughs> I've been trying to for a while. If you would like to make put that as a condition in there, I, I don't know if I, I believe I may have already put that it go, has to go to ERPB, but and but you want to add to that about make sure grading and everything is taken care of. I'm I'm sure the applicant is is hearing the conversation and yeah. making note of it. So I just wanted to make sure it was it was vocalized. Okay. Okay. Thank you. I think it was good fair warning. So. Uh, other questions or comments from the planning board? If not, uh, can I get a motion? We would need a motion. Really quick, I looked at the report, I did not see a condition. Normally I would have added a condition that just has to go to ERPB. I didn't see it in the staff report, but when I put together the resolutions for commission and everything, I will add a condition that this part obviously be reviewed by the Environmental Review and Preservation Board, which is standard protocol anyway, but I'll make sure to call it out, okay? Okay. I can't motion it, so I would happily do it. I have no motion. I have a motion that we go ahead and approve um, with the stipulations of the ERPB for the commissioners to um, go over that again. Okay, okay, if we can clarify that, maybe. As far as the septic, because I'm, I'm with Daniel. Yep. Um, with the septic tank and, and, and with trees, because I, even at my own home, those trees can't interrupt that system. Sure, sure. So, like you said, with the space that's provided with the three, Houses, it could be happening. So I think we, I would be as as satisfied right. to know that they've gone out there, done some type of survey, knowing that you know we don't know what direction roots grow. Sure, we do know that they affect us. Sure. So, uh, but if we if we may put that in, in clear direction for the applicants, if I may, if I may, uh, board member, yeah, uh, maybe the condition can read um, uh, recommend approval. We, we're making a recommendation to the commission, so we're going to recommend to the commission that they approve, provided that the applicant provide these drawings with the contour lines and all the other materials that might be required for EP, EBP, ERPB. you know what I mean, ERPB. Alphabet, alphabet soup. Yeah, alphabet soup, exactly. Um, is, that, is that the idea? Yes. Okay. 
and if uh, it looks like the applicant wants to speak to that. And, uh, if you don't and mind just, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, just so you're yeah. aware, when you submit to ERPB, you are required to provide a grading plan, a landscape plan, yeah. to treat this, this business plan. So these are document uh, plans that will be required automatically for ERPB. Right. But I'm, yeah. I'm I mean, sorry to interrupt. I just wanted no, to point no, that out. I I'm, I'm going to interrupt just one thing and just say, look, this was not within the purvey, the ERPB. Danny brought it up to kind of give them a heads okay. up. You got to deal with it when you get right. to the ERPB. I just right? wanted to point a clarification. But that's that not our not yay happening. or nay okay. right okay. here. Okay. Happen, this so. is not going to happen before the commission votes on Understood. it, right? This is after. It happens when it's supposed to happen. Okay. Yeah, okay. thanks very much. And so we can clarify. Uh, okay, so yeah. the way I worded it, you're absolutely right. The way I just worded it, now I'm thinking. Okay. You're, you're absolutely right. So let me rephrase that wording, and the maker of the motion, correct me if this is wrong. I c we recommend that the commission approve this, provided that the commission uh, have a note in the final adoption clarifying to the applicant that they will have to produce all the drawings that... Um, that Marcus uh, just identified. Okay, is that clearer? And just so you know that those doc those plans are you, have to, you, you are required for your for you. We need to provide a grading plan, a, a, a landscape plan, a tree disposition plan. Understood. Uh, in addition to any other all the other architecturals and, and MEPs if they're required. Okay. And I I I I'll turn to the maker of the motion. Is is that encapsulate yes. what you intended? Yes. And does the applicant accept that? I understand and and yes accept. Okay, thanks. I just add one last thing. Do you want to include these other recommendations here that Marcus has made, items one, two, three, in your uh, in your proposal? Okay. In your motion. I was uh, I was under the impression that the commission would see those. They will, but I mean, your motion is making the recommendation as it is presented here, including these recommendations. Right. Okay. So we need a second. I'll second it. All right. Any other discussion or questions? If not, all those in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed. Aye. So Aye. Five, uh, five one. Yeah, Christina, I got you. Thank you. All right. Approved. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. So that was our last item of business. Is there any new business that we need to discuss? <coughs> Not that I'm aware of. Not that I'm aware of. We have at least two sets of minutes. I have, I two have not seen the third. Yeah, I have two sets here. I, I have not finished the one for January 9th, but okay. we do have October 10th and November 14th. Just so you know, the October, I think it's October 10th. You guys voted when I did, when I, uh, when I did the minutes for, for the November, 20, November 14th. I, 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 you guys approved, started to approve those minutes, but Michelle, you, you abstained and there weren't, there wasn't enough people there to, there were only four members present at, at the November meeting. She abstained because she wasn't at the meeting correct, before, correct, before. yes. And we didn't have a quorum for that. Yeah, we didn't have a quorum for that, yeah. so Mr. Martos recommended that it be moved to the next meeting. Got it, so let's tackle them one by one. So the October 10th minutes you have there, they got pulled back because we didn't have a quorum by once we had an abstention. So any questions on these minutes? If not, can I have a motion for approval? Motion for approval. Second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Dubrada? Aye. 
Yeah. And just for the record, because Ms. Reedens, uh, you can't be. Mike, Mike was. I, I did just put it. Yeah. Back on. Yeah. I'm saying when you seconded, he, your mic was. Second. Up. I'm sorry. Okay. Now can she second even though she? Well, I'm just saying. Right? I don't think she can second or vote on this thing. So somebody else needs uh, to second. That was the issue. Oh, that's right. Because that was yeah. strictly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, with a new second, backed by <laughs> Mr. Guerra, uh, all those in favor? Aye. 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 Any opposed? Aye. All right, great. All right, then we have also here the meeting minutes from November 14th, and Subrata uh, and Danny Guerra, you were not at that meeting, so you must abstain. Um, so otherwise, any other questions or comments, concerns about the minutes? If not, can I have a motion for approval? Motion for approval. Second. All those in favor? Aye. 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 All right. So four, zero, two abstentions and one missing in action. All right. Future meeting date, March 12th, uh, second Tuesday, as always. I don't, I'm not aware of anything, Marcus, that should throw us off there. I'm not aware. I know I have applications that are that are, that are currently being cooked, but not, I, I'm not sure if anything is ready ready to serve yet. I don't know if there's any text amendments coming through from, the, we, from my attorney's office. We may have the text amendment that we discussed at the last meeting regarding tree surveys and single-family properties. Yeah, yeah. We made we it was a good exercise that we went back to it because we made right. way more changes than we had talked about, not substantive but organizationally. Right. So we hope to have that for you next meeting. Uh, that, that's great. By the way, I, I would just tell you, uh, I thought this was the best package you guys have put together in comments. Uh, it was so very good, Marcus. Just FYI. I, I, All I, credit to Marcus. On I that. thought it was really Thank you. very comprehensive, and so I appreciate you walking us through it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. It was very good. Um, just so I know, uh, we elections for chair and vice chair, when do those come up? Because I just want to make sure everybody has a chance to be here when that happens, because we last time had to delay a time or two. I would have to check the... Will you let us know next yeah, meeting? We will. Yeah, must be, yeah. I think it's probably May, but I don't sure. know. We'll I check. So. so I just want to make sure everyone has a chance to be here and, and participate in that part of it. So any other questions or comments? If not, we are adjourned. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Marcus, I yes, might not be able to make the March 12th. I'm going to be out of town for a work issue. So okay. I don't know. Do I have to just send you an email just in case you need to figure out whether you have a quorum or not? Yeah. Yeah, just send me an email so that we 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 know what what's going on and because we need to make home for that. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I'll let you know. Thank you for letting us know, and uh, that's a great heads up. We don't. Thank you for the heads it. up. I thank appreciate you. that. Yep. Okay, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.